0: He says, if you genuinely want something, don't wait for it. Go with what you want. Mm. And I think that my caution with that is I've wanted a lot of things that were bad for me. Yeah. Do you really understand like how much you need to double check yourself and weigh your own thoughts Mm. and your desires on what you want? There's a lot of pressure to want. All of these things that are on the surface level are really good. But is that really the best for you? I want ice cream for breakfast. (laughs) I can do that, but I shouldn't.
1: Benvenuto nel podcast devero, devero. Questo spettacolo è più delizioso degli spaghetti o delle besciameli. Non è più delizioso della meglioore putanesca, putanesca, putanesca. <laughs> I don't know why my voice changes when I read this. Mamma mia! Echo, Anson Carey, E Isaac. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the Really Real Podcast, episode 87, a show where three friends sit down for a drink and some refreshingly honest conversation about real life. Here's what we've got on tap for today's show. First up, in Need a Refill, Isaac wants a little more non-scary thunderstorms. Yes. talking uh-huh. Like non-severe, non-tornadoes, just yeah. a nice, mm-hmm. good storm. Love it. I can totally get on board I, with yeah. this. Yes. I think you're on to something so there. We'll chat about that a little bit more coming up. Really Real Robots returns as well. So far, we've 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 uh, helped Kara with some chores that she doesn't really like to do. We've replaced Kara on the radio. (laughs) And for the final test with Kara, we're going all the way to Kara's most hated... Oh boy. Situation or circumstance, oh. and that is navigating conflict. Wow! I just I felt bad after last time taking Kara's <laughs> sure. job away from yeah. her. <laughs> I want to repay her in some way. Right. Thank and you. if we could yeah. train Real FMBot to that would be take amazing. over handling all of the conflict in your life,
3: they can have it. All right, <laughs> they can
0: have
2: it. That might that might be a trade off that Carol would be willing to make. Like, sure, I will get fired from my job sure. and replaced big by a robot if you yeah. can handle the conflict. All the conflict yeah. in my life so Bring it. I Need a Hero is up next after that Kara is talking about her hero Benadryl <laughs> yes. Cabbage Patch I don't... <laughs> no, Benedict Cumberbatch Yep. yep. I, I know Benedict is uh, one of your favorite actors he is. Doctor is it... Strange is one of your favorite movie characters
3: yes. I saw an interview with him that has me kind of he's kind of on my mind this week
2: there you go we're gonna talk about him and then quote me on that from Gerbach Chahal hopefully I'm saying that correctly here's what the quote <laughs> says if you genuinely want something. Don't wait for it. Teach yourself to be impatient. Mm. Wow. Usually, what we all hear is patience is a virtue, right? Right. Right. We talk a lot about patience, and we try to teach our kids patience. This guy's saying, "Nope. Teach yourself to be impatient. Go the opposite (laughs) direction." (laughs) Has a lot of girl boss energy to it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm very interested to see what everyone's reactions to this quote are, Mm -hmm. uh, since it's so counterintuitive and and perhaps countercultural. First, let's talk about what everybody's drinking today. Isaac, what do you got? Not a lot of people even know. this is an option when you're picking out
0: your sparkling waters, particularly your LaCroix. I'm drinking the plain, unflavored... Raw water, Lacroix. <laughs> Why? So this is the pure, uncut stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. If sparkling water is an addiction, this is where they
2: say like the gateway drug leads to. This is now where I'm. At. You see, this is what separates really Isaac funny. from Kara and I. Yes, I think like you've gotten us onto yeah. the flavored sparkling waters, which
3: is a big step.
2: But yeah, I, I'm definitely no. not. I will bring yet. you. Like, over. I don't do the Topo Chicos. I don't, I don't do no, like yeah. the unflavored Lacroix. Right. We have bought unflavored Lacroix for our fridge before, but yeah. like as a mix.
0: <laughs> It's a mixer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
2: No. Not just
0: nobody. No. Okay. It's going straight in. Why? What, <laughs> it's what? good. I love it. it it's nice. It's got a nice burn. I don't have to worry about <laughs> nice like burn. It, I don't have to worry about the flavors sort of contradicting anything I'm eating. Oh my god. I can just yeah. chug it. Don't want to worry
2: about those really overbearing flavors no.
0: and then no. your LaCroix. <laughs> I,
1: I just, <laughs> overwhelming
2: <laughs> your taste buds and
0: your senses. Hint. If, if <laughs> sparkling water is a game of pushing the boundary a little bit more to where uh. you like me. Flavor less and less.
3: Oh, that's what this is. This is about. the
0: logical conclusion. It's a you're competition we- with you're, yourself. You're weaning yourself of weakness. I don't need flavor. I don't
2: need. I've transcended <laughs> flavor.
1: That is, okay. That's okay. I love impressive. the
2: unflavored water with bubbles in it. Is yes, your measure of strength? <laughs> like, like I yes. am a, I am a powerful, masculine man <laughs> because of my unflavored bubbly water. Yes.
0: Because it if it's really still funny. too cold,
2: my tummy hurts. <laughs> <Leave> the bubbles. <laughs> Got it. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. That's amazing. I am actually just drinking water today. Do you guys ever felt like adulthood is basically just one long battle of trying to drink enough water today? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like everybody yeah, talks yeah. about like you gotta drink certain amount of water a day mm-hmm. however uh-huh. many cups I don't even know how many it is a lot but I've been struggling kind of with like some headaches and stuff lately oh. and I think I've realized like I'm not I've gotten off of like my water yeah, game I'm not drinking enough water so I'm trying to get back into drinking water but oh. yeah, like, like, why does this homie. have to be the a thing. part of like <laughs> do we not have enough to worry about in the world that I have to worry about like Keeping... I, drinking a gallon of water a day yeah. I can't like, this feels oppressive like yeah. I have to like <laughs> drink this entire gallon said like that i was
0: strong
1: <laughs> True. and, now, and you now are you're sitting there hand. like uh, oh, yeah, I got for, wood by water. I, I, I am weak because I can't drink enough <laughs> water. <laughs> I can't
3: get my water. I like can't help it with the water. I carry a flask around with me yeah. everywhere I go. I fill it up multiple times a day. Yeah. And I like can't get enough. See, I think that's the problem. I,
2: I've stopped carrying that helps, like, yeah. the cup around. It, it really helps. Like yeah. if it's on me, I'll drink it. But yeah. if yeah. I don't have something, I like go all day and I don't even think about it. Yeah. Oh man. One of the biggest things, like if you bite the
0: bullet and you get yourself like a nicer water bottle, that, and you that carry helps. it around. It really does help. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Well, in spite of me loving water, lately I've been drinking. <laughs> this is so lame. Wendy's Frosty Chinos. This is Wait, like
2: lame. How is that lame? It's not
3: lame, but it's like the opposite of the bougie mm. coffee that I've been doing. This is like the very, yeah, but
2: it, I I don't know if Isaac is gonna chime in and agree with you or judge you. Um, but judgy. if I, I, he's gonna judge you, <laughs> forget him. I, I, ice creamy. Ice <laughs> (laughs) creamy coffee coffee shake i just i just hear
0: frosty chino and i'm like it's not i I catch the (laughs) ick from
2: that immediately i'm totally on board with you on this it's not like i will fight isaac okay thank you i appreciate your support (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> coffee, ice so cream, quickly. and a straw, <laughs> Isaac. Oh, so There's great. nothing wrong with
1: that.
3: Okay, but this isn't actually ice cream. It sounds like ice cream. This one is actually just cold brew coffee and what they call <laughs> frosty creamer. So oh, it's okay. like frosty flavored vanilla oh, creamer. Okay. So it's just like a cold coffee drink gotcha. that tastes really sweet. But it's not the slushy. Oh, like, see, yeah, no, it's I, I want not that. a frappuccino.
2: Give me, give me yeah. the ice cream.
3: Yes, that's,
2: I love that.
0: <laughs> There's a coffee drink called an affogato that's actually ice cream and espresso. It's oh, really well, good. There
1: you go. Yeah. Yeah, Arby's okay.
2: has a um,
0: <laughs> what's
1: shake the Jamocha so shake. So put it right to Arby's.
0: <laughs> You're like that, no, you know it's really good. You know the Arby's
2: The, Jamo- so the shake. So Have you ever had a Jamocha <laughs> shake, Isaac?
0: He's like, why would I do that? Why, why would I put that in my body? Why, why because I, it's coffee it's ice cream and so a good. cup. <laughs>
2: You're just so enthusiastic. Your Arby's has this. It's,
4: it's so, so good. good though.
2: It is good. No, it's Isaac, like the best thing that Arby's has. Oh, it's man. true. Curly Isaac. fries wow. and a Jamocha shake. It's true. You're not living until will, you've had that. I am praying for moss? both of you. <laughs> 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 All right. What's on repeat this week, Isaac? I've been listening to
0: a lot of Henrik and the song Real Love. I found So one of my main critiques of some contemporary worship music is the uh, downtrodden, oh, I am so low and I could not (laughs) be a worse piece of creation and (laughs) you are so good, God, which is all very true, but sometimes I need a little bit of a Uh pick-me-up, but I also have this duality to me where I also kind of like the more sad emo hip-hop stuff, and mm. I think this specific song is this really cool blend of, like, I'm kind of down and feeling alone, but God has brought me here, but it's kind of got that sad hip-hop mm. rap kind of thing going mm. for it. Yes. I cannot put this song
2: down. I really, really nice. like it. This is really interesting to me, because just the other day, we were having a conversation about a song, yeah, and you were talking about how you disliked mm-hmm. the dissonance between this, like, happy, peppy-sounding mm-hmm. pop song yeah. and these, like, sad, doomy kind of lyrics. Right. But it sounds like you're saying if it's reversed uh, and you've got the saddish sound right. with happy, happy lyrics, lyrics. Yes. Yes.
3: okay, you're huh, good with that. Work,
0: yeah. okay. I never <laughs> claim to be not complicated. <laughs> this this song is working for me That's for some fair. reason. No, yeah. it is, it is a good I'm song. I, d- I do like it as well. I just thought that was that yeah, is kind interesting. of an interesting
2: yeah. thing. As I'm diving more into Henrik, I'm just enjoying him more, yeah. So. But I do understand the difference between those mm-hmm. two. That is like happy different. sounding doom definitely is a very different speed than yeah. sad, emo y. But with some hope in it. Yeah, right. that's like, very different. That's, that's what I would classify Henrik
0: as basically. It's kind of that SoundCloud sad boy stuff, but mm-hmm. it has like a redemptive hopefulness to it. Yeah. Which
3: which is good. I yeah,
0: I think that this is starting off something that I'm gonna
2: be exploring for a minute now. Gotcha, Yeah, you need that it's like good. hope layer in there. I got to have that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My on repeat this week is closer to you by
1: because we thought of these miles and never felt closer.
2: I've always really liked Sirsina since I first found her probably four or five years ago. I feel like she's one of these female pop vocalists that has an incredible voice Mm. and that would probably be a pop star if yeah. she was willing to do the pop star thing Yeah, <laughs> she has that good of a voice like yeah. her and like Riley Clemens. and I love her stuff too because her music is really creative and that's probably why she's not the mainstream pop yeah. star thing is because she's really got some depth to her music and a lot of creativity to the stuff that she puts out. Hmm. Closer to You I really like because it's kind of this long distance relationship song oh. um, but her melodies and like the chord progressions that she does for her pop songs are really unique and really interesting mm. and yeah. just always catch my ear. Right. So it's, you could say stereotypical subject matter for a pop song, but then the lyrics of the chorus go, rewrite this story with love and glory for crying out loud, want to hold you right now, I would die to but I'm not worried, no need to hurry because with all of these miles, I never felt closer to you. Mm-hmm. She has very beautiful writing, both musically and lyrically, and I just feel like that elevates her songs to a level that you don't always get yeah. with otherwise stereotypical Pop music.
3: My on repeat this week is Where to Find Me by Jet Trouble.
1: Oh, oh you know where to find me with the rest
0: don't see
3: what I see. So am stepping into where Anson's normally living into the 80s vibes today. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> and This song, the way it starts, especially it just makes me feel like I'm watching a Stranger Things episode Ooh. <laughs> like from the early seasons, which makes me kind of happy. But it's really, really good lyrically as well. And it's funny, as I was reading through these lyrics this morning, I was like, Oh, this is actually kind of connected to the quote that we're going to be discussing later. And the first verse he says, when things stay the same, I grow impatient. It's in time. It's in the making. If you're like me, you start to question Mm. so just talking about waiting and being impatient i don't know what's going on god and yet it's that hopeful space of god you know where to find me when i don't know what's going on when there's a lot of mystery in life you know you know where to find me and i love that picture and just that phrase of like god when i don't know where to find you when i don't know where to find my way you still know where to find me Mm. and so it's a very hopeful song and just it's I, i like it musically and
1: lyrically Summer is here, and it's time to plan some family fun. You want to experience the awe-inspiring vistas, the epic waterfalls, and the exotic wildlife. You want to build memories together with your family, but also... You don't really want to go outside.
3: There are just so many bugs.
1: I'm allergic to nature. Not to mention gas prices. Through the magic of virtual reality, Couch Camper is bringing the national park experience to you, including your very own park ranger guide. And this is a tree. Why bother packing, planning, hiking, and sweating when you can sit on your couch and stare at a screen with pretty moving pictures? It's basically the same thing, but without the inconvenience of all that fresh air and sunshine. Couch Camper is cool, I guess. At least we have Wi-Fi. Go to couchcamper.com today and get ready for a virtual vacation you'll never forget. Because why leave home when you can stay home? Need a
4: refill? What we wish life would pour us a little more of.
0: Another! Speaking of which, (laughs) so it has been raining eight days a week lately. There's been thunderstorms basically every other day. And at first I was a little bit like, come on, I need sunshine. I need to be outside. Uh I've had a couple of breaks where I was able to catch that. But y'all lately we had a very crazy, but not very damaging thunderstorm. Yes. And I just want to say, I forgot how awesome it is to just watch thunderstorms. I was actually down here at the station covering some severe weather and for a few minutes, I kind of shut all the lights off in the studio and just watched the sky go crazy for a minute. Ooh. And it was so much fun and so relaxing. It really got kind of a little bit spiritual because I remembered thinking like, wow, we are so small. When the mm. big thunderclaps would happen and I'd just be like, we are very tiny things and the weather is doing all of this mm. and there's nothing we can do about it, but just watch what's happening. And that was really cool perspective to get. Hmm. Maybe I was a little bit sleepy and that hit me a little bit extra hard, <laughs> but I was like, I me, <laughs> me, It's just, it was really cool. And the same thing happened this morning on the day we were recording this is that I took my dog out. It was kind of cloudy and overcast. I checked weather as I always do before I take gravy on a walk because I don't want to get rained on. The weather app (laughs) freaking lied to me. Uh (laughs) Like halfway through our walk, we just got dumped on. I mean, like buckets of rain. My dog is like enthusiastically like (laughs) running in puddles. And I initially was going, oh, I hate this. This is, but then I was kind of like, man, it's fine. I'm going to get home and dry off. It's not cold. I'm going to be fine. So Aww. it's just nice and refreshing
2: every now and then to get caught up in a storm. I actually kind of like being outside in them sometimes, too. If it's not a storm where you're fearing for your life right, <laughs> and you have a safe spot to do it from, like we have a screened in porch. yeah. Mm-hmm. And during kind of just like a moderate thunderstorm, hanging out and just sitting outside on the screened in porch yeah. is actually like really Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then the other part of that is I had made this deal with myself a while back when I got into running, I'm going to run like rain or shine unless it's dangerous to do so. Yeah. Oh. So if, you know, there's like a severe thunderstorm, I'm not going to go out in it because I don't want to get struck by lightning. But yeah. if there's no lightning mm-hmm. and it's raining, I'll go run in the rain. Mm-hmm. And actually like in the spring, when it's in the fifties or the sixties, it's not like 35 degrees in rain. It's not very fun. Yeah. But like a 60 degree run in the rain is actually really nice. And yeah. Refreshing. Yeah. I had never really like done activities purposefully in the rain before. You know, like <laughs> yeah. my girls sometimes when it's raining, they'll be like, Can we go outside and jump on the trampoline? And I'm yeah. like, Right. Cool, sure. And like as a kid, sometimes you kind of do that, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, let's go play in the rain, but we don't really no. do that as adults, right? Like yeah. it's, it's something it's just, to be avoided. It's one of those yeah. childlike yeah. behaviors that we kind of lose. Yeah. You know, and there's musicals about it. We romanticize the idea of being in the rain. The movies have people kissing in the rain or like yes. having these really emotional moments if you're outside like the rain. <laughs> the rain. <laughs> <laughs> right? exactly. Getting caught in the rain. But nobody <laughs> actually likes that no. as an adult, right? Like we right. lose that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something about regaining that mm-hmm. appearance appreciation of like, yeah, it's not going to kill us. Right. In fact, it could be kind of fun it's like to rain. get a little messy once in a while, and yep. like get some water on us. I don't know. Like, yeah, that's really That good. might be overdoing it, but I no. feel like there's something to that maybe. Yeah. Yeah.
3: There's an element of freedom that comes with it. Just kind of going with it and surrender almost. Yeah, like, kind of like for what sure. you're saying There's
0: an element of surrender like, all right, I'm in. Let's just go with it. Exactly. And that's just so nice. There's yeah. also part of it that you know, it's allergy season and when I'm seeing the uh, rain happening, I'm like, <laughs> it's washing all of the disgusting <laughs> tree pollen. <fall in laughs> of everything. There you go. So yeah, yeah it's very good.
1: Really real robots. <coughs> Where we train AIs to do the stuff we don't want. Them. Oh,
3: I wish I could, but I don't want to.
2: We've experimented a lot with Real FM Bot this season, but I felt kind of bad after my <laughs> last Real FM Bot foray, trying to replace Kara on the air. Sure. And mm-hmm. so I thought yeah. maybe this week it would be better to do something for Kara that was actually like <laughs> nice for her, as opposed the to concept. trying yeah. to yeah steal her job. I
4: appreciate. I, I know. That. Kind
2: of crazy. Um, so I, I was thinking about all right, Kara's. Good friend of mine. I know Kara pretty well. Like, what is the thing above anything else <laughs> yes. that stresses Kara out, causes her consternation, <laughs> and how could we potentially solve that? Yeah. And the thing that instantly popped into my mind was Kara does not like conflict. Kara mm-hmm. will do anything to try right. to get away from conflict. Yeah. So, what would it look like for Real FM Bot to take on conflict for Kara on Ooh. her behalf? So yeah. that Kara doesn't have to deal with conflict anymore.
3: I, I like this plan. So
2: <laughs> I came up with two situations where Real FM Bot could potentially be useful. The first one is helping someone else work through an issue. Ah, right? okay. So yes. like maybe a friend of Kara's is really sad or upset and Kara needs to kind of comfort them and provide some advice and some help to them. Yeah. Yes. How could Real FM Bot do this f- on behalf of Kara. So, okay. this is Rila Fimbot impersonating Kara again, as we've done. You know, we've, we've got a lot of tape on Kara now by this point. Sure. Yeah. Like, Rila Fimbot has done a lot of studies. <laughs> so, I think it's really starting to hone in, in. that like <laughs> Kara personality yeah. and really tracking in on what that is. Nice. So, this is Rila Fimbot impersonating Kara, helping a friend work yes. through their emotions.
4: Okay. Hi, I do understand that you have become upset. Fortunately, I am filled with remedies to other people's problems. (laughs) My remedies are all cats. There are cats in trees, cats that make rare noises, and cats that provide their friends with wise counsel. But it's okay, because there are also other things that can help people feel less sad about being so sad. <laughs> One idea is to read a book about being sad. Another idea is to listen to a podcast. A podcast is like a book, but with people instead of words. If you're still not a happy person after all these things, you must try to go to bed. After you go to bed, you will still be sad, but you will be sad in a bed, which isn't so sad after all.
3: It's so like me, it's kind of creepy. <laughs>
0: Cats that make rare noises. I don't know why I'm caught on that, but that was so beautiful.
2: There are cats that make rare noises. My remedies are are all cats. Cats cats. in trees, cats that make (laughs) rare noises. And cats that provide their friends with wise counsel. I like
0: it. (laughs) I want to think that... (laughs) I want to think that Azrael FM Kara was doing that. They were physically like presenting, presenting more cats. Here's another cat. one. There are one. cats in trees. <laughs> 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 here's
2: cat that makes rare noises. <laughs> and here's oh a cat gosh. that provides their friends with wise counsel. I'm yes. visualizing one of those memes with like a cat wearing glasses. The glasses. A
3: like,
0: very scholarly a, yeah, cat. Like a yeah. therapist yeah. cat.
2: Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh.
3: It's so, good. so perfect. Um, Podcasts are neat. like books. Yeah.
2: There are also other things that can help people feel less sad about being sad. One idea is to read a book about being this sad.
3: This is my life. This is my life. It has gotten very
2: close. It yeah. Has. yeah. And then the final suggestion there, I felt like was very on brand yes, too. If yes. you're still not a happy person after all these things, Good. you must try yep. to go to bed. It's true. After it's you go true. to bed, <laughs> you will still be sad, but you will be sad in a bed, which isn't so sad after all.
3: I'm going to like <laughs> copy this word for word. That and could be a just, book. That could be a book. Yeah. You will still be sad, but you will be sad in bed.
0: That, that <laughs> could be, be so
3: an,
1: an
2: entire book. <laughs> I
0: love
2: that. <sighs> yep. That's all right. All I right. nailed it. So yeah, really. That's
3: well really done. Really, there. really real bot.
2: <laughs> all right. So then the final one, and, and this one is I really feel like the true test okay. of could Real FM bot <laughs> truly take oh over for Kara in yeah. this situation. Yeah. <laughs> this is like perhaps Kara's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Having to tell someone else that they've said something that upset her oh or her. Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. having to be honest and confront someone and say, hey, that thing you said wasn't cool. Uh huh. Yeah. Real FM bot's gonna to take a stab okay. at helping Kara out in that situation.
4: Here we go. Right now, I am practicing telling people two or three things that are in my head. I am being forced by life to explain that you said something hurtful to me. Normally, I would not say anything because my sweat gets very jittery when I talk to people. But now I must speak up in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, and promote the general welfare. I am grateful for your feedback, but I also wish it did not exist. I would kindly request that you consider thinking about contemplating whether you might be willing to possibly maybe take into account that your words could be by some measure perhaps something like a smidge less than exceedingly compassionate. If there is any chance you might ponder the notion of doing me the favor of not saying any things to me again for several periods of time I would be so grateful that I would likely take a nap. Oh my gosh.
3: Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. That's beautiful.
2: <sighs> okay, so okay. let's see here. A few highlights that I heard. <laughs> Number one, right now I am practicing telling people two or three things that are in my head.
3: It, it's not wrong. it's yeah. hard. Yeah. I, hard to do. I am
2: being forced by life to explain that <laughs> you of the hurtful to me. That is the- <laughs>
1: True,
0: we
2: also got very patriotic there. At yeah, some point. That was yeah interesting. there was a, a slight diversion <laughs> into the preamble of the constitution. Yeah. That was beautiful. Um, yeah. yeah, I must speak up in order to form a more perfect union, <laughs> <laughs> establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, yeah, promote I mean, the general, like, like, general welfare. It's like, it's
0: true, it's like if a marriage counselor didn't know what they were doing and yes. they were like spot reading off right. of the wall. I'm just like, gonna plagiarize the constitution in a more for a second. Perfect segment. union,
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> true domestic tranquility. Yeah. Normally, wrong? I would not say anything because my sweat gets very jittery when it's, I talk to people
3: it's true, it's <laughs> true. man
2: <laughs> alright and then uh, I actually had to write this one down because I couldn't remember it off the top of my head. Uh-huh. This is quite the sentence. I'm going to okay, attempt okay. to read it here. <laughs> oh, wait, no, sorry. This is the first sentence. I'm grateful for your feedback, but I also wish it did not exist. Amen. Yes. And, then we, <laughs> and then we get to the monster sentence. All that to say, I would kindly request that you consider thinking about contemplating whether you might be willing to possibly maybe think it over... <laughs> And take into account that your words could be, by some measure, perhaps something like a smidge less than exceedingly compassionate.
0: Yes, <laughs> this is a first draft of a text message. This it's is draft true. one. Yeah, this is this is what you say, and then you delete maybe three of the like <sighs> qualifiers.
3: Oh yeah,
2: like every qualifier, every in
3: single. The one. thesaurus
2: Yes.
0: yes.
3: So by the end, the other person is like, "So what now?" Yeah, that, that's how you win, though. You not just even it wasn't them.
2: nice. It might have been a smidge less, less than, than exceedingly com- compassionate. compassionate. <laughs> that was beautiful. Yeah, I love it. So if there's any chance you might ponder the notion of doing me the favor of not saying things to me,
3: <laughs> yes. for,
2: several for several periods, periods of, time, of
3: time, I would be
2: so grateful. I would likely take a nap.
3: Yes, amen. Goodness, that is the most grateful. <laughs>
0: And you might still be sad in bed,
2: but as we've, but learned, as we've learned, that isn't so
0: sad it's after true. all. Do we, do we feel <laughs> wow. confident about turning this over to your well conflicts? Done. I
3: think so, yeah. And I mean, I think it's doing probably yeah. a better job than I am at it's, this point. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Sometimes it takes the AI some time, yeah, to ramp to it up, up and to it. get enough data to learn. Yeah. But I'm, I'm impressed. It's like yeah. you know when they teach him to play chess and it loses like <laughs> hundreds of matches in right. a row, but then finally by the end, <laughs> it it's wins. the chess grandmaster. It's yeah. the I'd say it it it, figures it out.
3: It's the conflict grandmaster.
4: I need a hero hero. celebrating people
3: who
1: saved the day.
3: All right, my turn to talk about a hero this week. And this one's kind of funny. I feel a little bit self conscious about it because it's Benedict Cumberbatch. (laughs) I feel like I'm fangirling just a little bit. Hey, Um, it's not Matt
2: Carney. So it's true, which
3: is basically literal hero. Every other, that's true. You're right. I didn't think about that, actually. So yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch playing a literal hero as Doctor Strange. I saw an interview with him. I guess I haven't really watched too many interviews with him, him being just him (laughs) and not other characters. I'm used to him being all these other things, but just watching him in this interview, I was like, you know, it's interesting. He seems like a pretty genuine, humble guy. I actually watched a couple of interviews with him earlier today. And I noticed every time the interviewer tries to like point out, Oh, you were so good in this movie and you did this. And this Mm -hmm. was awesome. He kind of brings it back and zooms the camera back out and goes, Oh man, that was such a great team to work with. And that director is incredible. And this person Mm. that I worked along side is amazing. He kept it very like this was an incredible gift to be able to be a part of yeah. but he didn't get all like it, it didn't seem like a humble brag either. Yeah, Like right. genuinely when they complimented him he almost looks down and is kind of like very you know oh it was just a great opportunity. Yeah. I was yeah. like that's pretty impressive because this guy's like uber famous. A literal mm-hmm.
2: superhero yeah. He's a
3: literal superhero. I
2: appreciate too though I would just say that it's not necessarily dismissive of the compliment no. either though. Yeah. True. Because I feel like that's the tension I always struggle with yes. when like someone compliments you, mm-hmm. right? It's like, how do I respond to Very this in true. like a humble way? A lot of times I feel like what I go to is dismissing the compliment. Yes. Like, oh no, it was, I wasn't that good or I'm, I'm not really, you know, like Very you get true. self-deprecating. He's yeah. not and that. so I love like that response mm-hmm. that feels like the perfect yeah. middle ground between like, mm-hmm. you're right. I am pretty I fantastic am awesome. <laughs> or no, I'm actually <laughs> terrible and just into like gratitude. Yeah. Yes. yeah. No, I'm just like, I'm just really thankful to have the opportunity and be a part of it. Like, yes. Exactly Exactly. And if someone can do that genuinely, like that's a really attractive thing. Yes, like, for sure. You're
3: right. That's a good for point. Sure. Gratitude is how you bridge that gap, I think. And so that's one thing I really noticed and appreciated. He's got a good sense of humor, and then he just seems like a very grounded person, which mm. would be hard to do, I think, when you get to that level of fame. Yes. <laughs> and people really like him. So I'm like, okay, good for him. And then the other thing I learned about him today, which made me like him even more, is he is apparently opening up, he and his wife opening up their home to some Ukrainian refugees. Oh, that's awesome. And I I was like how cool is that and again when they complimented him on that he was like you know we're all just trying to do what we can we're all just trying to help everybody yeah. not just me you know we're grateful that we can do that and we're all just trying to help
0: and i yeah, was like that okay very cool i really like this guy now it's even nice more. yeah it's nice to see someone that hasn't succumbed to the ego that is probably yes. like anson said very easy to oh yeah own once you've reached super famous once you've been an avenger like right? I, I would yeah. imagine <laughs> it's probably pretty easy to surround yourself with yes men and just kind of Exactly. Go Jared Leto. But you're not. Yeah. Like, it just seems
3: really cool it to seem, see someone like yeah, that. Yeah. It seems like he's not. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm giving him some kudos today saying I enjoyed watching that part of him. And it makes me enjoy watching his work even I was ba- more. I was about yeah. to say,
0: related to that, what would maybe be if like anyone has no experience watching a Benadryl oh. Tylenol <laughs> movie? <laughs> what, what would be like your recommendation for a Benedict Cumberbatch? Oh gosh. Film, uh, TV movie. show, movie, okay. whatever. Okay.
3: Okay. There's another one that's kind of off the radar that I saw him in recently that I really enjoyed, but it's random. And I don't know if anybody's even heard of it. It's, it's this movie about, I can't even remember what it's called, the magical electrical life of Louis Juan or something like that. Okay, And he's like an artist and there's cats. So surprise, surprise. Perfect. He's an artist who like draws cats and he (laughs) basically like in England brought the cat into modern fame and people start literally like started thinking of cats as pets because he started portraying them this way before oh, they, so they didn't think of them that way. And he started to like turn them into these characters. Anyway, so it's a true story,
2: but... The uh, Electrical Life of Lewis Wayne?
3: There it is, yeah. It's a good movie. It's kind of sad, but there's some really good nuanced things in there. I think his acting is really good. And yeah. It's just a sweet kind of unique role that isn't like the super big blockbuster-y thing. Yeah, that yeah. You yeah. Really, it sounds really
2: interesting.
1: Actually.
3: Yeah, so right I on. think you can watch it on Prime, maybe.
1: You've been working too much. You desperately need a break. All your friends are going on whitewater rafting trips or climbing mountains. There's a part of you that's ready for an adventure, but a bigger part of you that really, really doesn't want to go outside.
3: Man, I just burn so easily. Plus, my cat would be so lonely if I was gone that
1: long. Instead of wasting all that time and money trying to keep up with your adrenaline chunky friends, you can experience the beauty of nature from the comfort of your own home with Couch Camper's exclusive virtual reality national park experience. Now with Couch Camper Plus, a Benedict Cumberbatch look-alike will be your personal guide.
2: You, yes you, you, you want to pay attention, pay
1: attention. So what are you waiting for? Bake some cookies and curl up with your cat and join us for an experience. Honestly, you might forget, but at least you won't have bug bites and a sunburn. Go to couchcamper.com today because why leave home when you can stay home? Quote me on that. The part of the show where Anson, Kara, and Isaac have thoughts on other people's thoughts. Did I interrupt you brooding just now?
2: Now it's time to tackle our quote of the show. This one from Gerbach Chahal. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this guy in a little bit. Do either of you know anything about him? No. No. No? No? Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything about him right away because I don't want to color your interpretation of the quote. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to get to that in a little bit, but I want to start with our first impressions of this quote before we get to who the guy is behind it. Here's the quote again. It's if you genuinely want something, don't wait for it. Teach yourself to be impatient. So (laughs) I had a very definite, solid first impression response to this quote. I'm curious if you guys felt the same way. Some of the quotes I feel like, oh, yeah, I could kind of see both sides of it. This was not a both sides kind of quote for me. This is like instant clear reaction. What about you guys?
3: Yeah, that was kind of the same for me. Yeah, Yeah. I had a pretty gut reaction of like, seriously, I'm just Mm. imagining Anson, you as a parent (laughs) saying this to your kids. (laughs) I'm sure that's going to turn out well. If you want something, don't wait for it. Teach yourself to be impatient. Right. How
2: many parents have you heard trot out this line to their kids? I'm
3: like, Like, that's a disaster waiting to happen. (laughs) You've
0: got to hustle and grind for that Barbie (laughs) G. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel mixed on it because on one hand, I think this is the type of advice that might be made for the ears of people who need a little extra fire under Mm. their tush to like get going on something. Mm. Yes. And I think that that is good for a very, very specific subset of people, like people who have maybe been on the couch for Mm -hmm. a little while and to get up and get started with their Mm. goals, fitness, dreams, whatever it may be. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I also think (laughs) that if you apply that same advice to people who are maybe a little bit on the more performance-oriented side already,
3: yes. it can
0: read as like I'm not doing enough, That's I'll never point.
3: do enough,
2: and it can be kind of anxiety-inducing. Oof. Yeah, I'm a little mixed on it still. That's a good
3: point. Interesting.
2: Yeah. yeah, I was definitely like Kara, pretty instantly negative on this one. Yeah, If you genuinely want something, don't wait for it. Mm-hmm. My life philosophy has always been that there is a ton of value in self-deprivation at times, like sure. mm-hmm. depriving ourselves yeah. of our instant desires. That has served me well in a lot of areas of life, like, oh, I really want this thing, Mm -hmm. whether it's like a tangible, like practical thing, or just, I want to be a certain way or Mm -hmm. whatever. And Mm -hmm. then if I am kind of deprived of that for a period of time, I end up realizing that Maybe that desire was misplaced Mm -hmm. or it wasn't as important to me as I thought it was. And I feel like so often taking a little bit of time for something is a really, really valuable thing. Mm -hmm. But as you say that, Isaac, I can accept what you're saying that for maybe a specific type of person in a specific circumstance, Mm -hmm. the idea of go do the thing or go after the thing could be helpful advice. It
0: has very like, just do it energy. You yeah. can see mm-hmm. a very like similar quote on the wall of a
2: weight room or something mm-hmm. like chase right. your dreams, right? Or,
0: Hang in there sport. Like <laughs> it
2: has that kind of motivational speaker. Right. Energy. Yes. Well, yeah. and so let me tell you now about Gerbox Shahal. He's uh, an <laughs> Indian American internet entrepreneur. Do it. Uh, <laughs>
4: got
3: him, of course. <laughs> got yeah.
2: him. He's founded multiple <laughs> advertising companies. Um, um, here's kind of the interesting thing about him. He dropped out of high school at the age of 16. Whoa. Okay. founded his first advertising network. Wow. In one year, so at 17, sold it. It was called ValueClick for $40 million. What Good the, lord. I don't
3: understand these people.
2: So, yeah, created an <laughs> internet advertising company at age 16 after dropping out of high school and sold it a year later for $40 million. Wow. A few years after that, he co-founded another one called Blue Lithium, which went on to become the fifth largest ad network in the United States. Sold what? that to Yahoo for $300 million. So, he's <laughs> obviously a successful guy. Yeah. Money in the, and the bank in terms of business. Yeah. I should also mention, as we're talking about him, he's also been charged with domestic violence oh, against no. two different women, mm-hmm. resulted in him being removed as CEO from two different companies, six-month prison stint. Nope. He's now currently the CEO of ProcureNet, an on-demand commodities manufacturing platform, which I do not know what that means. Great, Great moment yeah, to thank our maybe sponsor maybe someone, of the podcast, <laughs>
4: ProcureNet, uh,
2: for, for all of your Someone can explain <laughs> what on-demand commodities manufacturing I'm is. Those charges have since been dropped. Our CEO yeah. is perfect in everyone... Correct. That sounds rough. Um, That is. So yeah. uh, this guy has been successful in a business yeah, yeah. perspective. Yeah. He's also gotten into trouble right. pretty clearly as well. I kind of wonder if that is not a pretty good micro like yeah. Yeah. kind of summation of the this- consequences of having this as your life philosophy. That's
3: what I'm thinking. Like
2: if your life philosophy is if you genuinely want something, don't wait for it. Go get it immediately. Yeah. yeah. This could lead to some pretty incredible success from a business point. Of view, mm-hmm. but couldn't this also uh-huh. get you into some pretty major trouble in some other areas of life? Yeah, it
3: could be pretty disastrous in terms of your interpersonal relationships because yeah. relationships are all about waiting and being patient with each other. That's like <gasps> how you survive relationships. Yeah. So,
0: Tara, I disagree. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> No, I Whoa. completely agree. This is a disaster. <laughs> yeah. It's not like, gone well for him. Clearly.
3: I mean, it, yeah. and again, it's weird because it's gone well for him business wise, but personally it just doesn't work.
2: Right. Like obviously yeah, you just can't take what you want. No. From other people. It's not. Right. Like that's not how relationships work. Right? Exactly. Like, no. yeah. As soon as you start approaching your relationships as I am in this to get out of you, what I want for me right. when I want it. And that's not
3: a
0: relationship.
2: Like, right. That's going it's to, that's going to destroy relationships. Yeah. Exactly. It, it's right very
0: transactional approach to things. Man. Okay. It's the perfect image, like you said, of someone walking out what they're saying, which is nice to see every once in a while. But also, yeah, it's an indicator of this guy's clearly made success and Mm -hmm. stuff, what he wants. And like, when someone tells me they want to be an entrepreneur, I'm like, okay, you like money. Okay, cool. But I kind of chalk him up with people like Gary Vaynerchuk, where it seems that their entire life revolves around business and making deals. And that has to be a very hollow existence Mm. at a certain point. Well, and part
2: of why I was kind of unsure about even bringing this guy's background into the conversation is because obviously we can say like, okay, this is maybe not a good dude based on his history. But I also am interested in just talking about the philosophy or the concept disassociated from the person. But I was also simultaneously like not surprised. Right. Necessarily to hear this guy's background, both the trouble that he's gotten into and also the success that he's had based on this life philosophy, because it definitely strikes me as that kind of you honed in on immediately, Isaac. This like entrepreneurial hustle attitude that I generally loathe, Mm -hmm. like is not something that motivates me or gets me excited. Mm -hmm. These are actual quotes from this guy's motivational blog (laughs) that I read. Uh, uh, He wrote an autobiography. That's where this. Oh, um,
3: that's
4: always a good sign. (laughs) Dude, that's where this quote comes (laughs)
2: from. Here's some (laughs) other quotes. From this guy's writing <laughs> Go with your gut Execute on your inspiration Seize the day Work harder Smarter And faster Than everyone else Did he
3: just like Copy those From inspirational posters Probably like- <laughs> If you
2: genuinely Want something You must be willing To go all out Sacrifice what you are For what you can be Oh no Success doesn't have a clock When you want to succeed As badly as you want to breathe Oh my Then God. you'll be successful Oh
3: sure And also- patience
2: gets results Patience is a waste of time Wow Step on your friend. Right <laughs> Skip your mom's birthday. Yeah. Now I do want to just say, though, the guy has been successful. Sure. Again, from an entrepreneurial perspective. Yeah. And I think there is something to this attitude of when you want to succeed as badly as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When that becomes the driving force in your life. Yeah. It leads to yeah. you being able to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Like when you sell out to that thing completely, sure. it led him down a path of success as he defines it. Right. Now, other areas of his life sound like a total disaster. Right.
3: Because like, he's sold out completely right. to this other thing. So there thing. are
2: consequences yes. for this as well. Right. But Ooh. I feel like. It would be a little dismissive for me to just say, no, this doesn't work. Right. Well, it define works. Like, that's right, yeah. right. Like if all that matters to you is mm-hmm. selling your startups for millions of dollars, yeah. right. maybe this is a philosophy that's going to work for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you care about other things in life beyond just that, yeah, you may run into some challenges.
3: He's not the only one living this philosophy. No. If we look around. And so this might so be an
2: true. extreme example. It's an extreme version of yep. this. Mm-hmm. But there are... Yeah, let's disassociate from him for just a second and just talk sure. about this as a concept. Right. How does this philosophy play itself out more broadly with just like, say, the more average person? who's maybe not as much of an outlier. Mm. Treats. <laughs> treats? Treats. Yeah, it's, it's treats. And I say this as someone who freaking loves treats. <laughs> like,
0: if you want something, get it. Yes, it's easy. You can do it. Get it. Go get it.
2: We're yeah. having a conversation the other get day, it. Isaac. I think it was your wife who was saying you are like the most incredibly oh, talented yeah. person when it comes to yes, convincing justifying. someone yourself or others yes. or justifying like a purchase. I am a treat consumption
0: guru.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: will justify anything I want. A fun title because I want it, uh-huh. and I'm a good person, and I deserve this gaming mm. monitor that's four hundred dollars that I don't necessarily need. But I want it. I <laughs> and is it the fact it? that I want it reason enough. And yeah. I will talk circles in my head around this. Yeah. So when I see a quote like this and I'm able to sort of dial it back from like the existential, like, oh, ah, I can really see it. Uh-huh. I am a treat motivated person. So is yeah. my dog. That's how it's uh-huh. it's honestly. It's <laughs> how i've become aware of this quality <laughs> and this sort of bad part of my own self because oh, i'm man. like you'll do anything for this little nugget of kibble so yeah what's my nugget of kibble oh it's like anything above 20 dollars. like yeah. that's, okay. that's yeah. like <laughs> my motivation so, <laughs> no, so- i think this is a treat thing it's about giving mm. in to like i want that yeah mine instantly. if you
2: genuinely want something don't wait for it right. right right so how have you found that trait in your life playing out for you yeah. either in like positive or negative ways. Like, In, in what right. ways has that been right. a good thing for you or occasionally helpful, and in what ways mm. have you found this is something that I need to guard against and, yeah. and be cognizant of because mm. it could have negative consequences? It
0: can be a great tool for me. Since you've asked, I can feel okay about saying the good parts of this. Whenever I have really sat with the thought and I've decided I both want this mm-hmm. and this will be good for me, mm-hmm. there is nothing that will stop me from going for it. My relationships with people like Bree, like I had no hesitation about pursuing a relationship with her. There was confidence behind it. I was excited to hang out with her. Mm. Confidence has never been a real problem for me because Mm. I'm like, someone's going to get this good
2: thing. Once you've made up your mind in a certain way, then you feel like, okay, I've got my direction. I'm confident. I I can step into this without fear or trepidation. And
0: and I feel like nine times out of 10, we keep coming back how like mentality is the Mm. deciding factor in so many different things. And I feel like I can trick myself enough to think that I deserve anything. And that can be a good thing and a bad thing. Mm. The bad part is how many times have I seen in the past where I can look back and go, I don't even know that I was for sure on what I wanted. Mm -hmm. So I just sort of started chasing dopamine and I started Mm. chasing like things that felt good and a lot of times in my past that's gone the reverse of that relationships with people mm-hmm. like careers that I potentially pursued. It was me going before their starter pistol even fired mm-hmm. and doing my own direction and not really chasing what God wanted for me. False starting. Kind False of, starting. Of, to yeah. follow the metaphor. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And I think that's caused me to examine my own desires and like what I want and check that against what Jesus said are good things and what the Mm -hmm. Bible says I should be wanting, Mm -hmm. once I'm able to pump the brakes and really slow myself down, which I have to do a lot, it works out okay. But it makes Mm -hmm. me check myself all the time. It's a game of constantly double thinking and stopping, Mm. which is the opposite of what this quote says. Right. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Which is interesting because maybe as a person who is naturally predisposed to this type Mm of way of operating, this maybe then is not what you need to hear. I'm already there already yeah. there you already got this kind of way of operating within the world right yeah. and so what you need is a check against that
4: yes percent. okay yeah. so i'm
2: interested then to come to you kara and ask yeah. you kind of a similar question how you see this playing out in your life because what i know of you mm-hmm. is that you tend to be probably a much more conservative person in mm-hmm. terms of your decision making and yeah, like your willingness true. to like just make a call and commit to a decision because you've talked on the show before about analysis paralysis or like overthinking or decision fatigue that you have a hard time sometimes kind of maybe closing the deal of saying like, Oh yeah. All right, this is my direction. This is what I'm going to do. Like Isaac described, I'm going to step into it with confidence.
3: Yeah. That's the opposite of what I do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So as as someone who's on the opposite side of this from Isaac, yeah like how do you interpret kind of what he's saying and what Mm -hmm, this quote mm -hmm. is about and like how that works in your life?
3: Yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah, I tend to get paralyzed because I'm afraid a lot of times of making the wrong decision. Yeah, And mm. so I just kind of go in circles and don't make any decision, which is also a decision. Mm. And that's really annoying. But that's my default is to just get stuck and not do anything. Mm. And that's not helpful either. That would be the upside of this quote for me would be, all right, listen, just do something. Mm-hmm. Make a choice and do a thing. And obviously like seek counsel and pray and do all the things. But once you've gone through the this many number of steps. Stop trying to make a decision without ever making any mistakes. Yeah. Like yeah. just do the thing. Right. right. And I think there's something to that that I struggle with at times. One of
2: the things I was reading from this guy as he was describing starting his first business or and he was saying, you know, I was in high school, everyone was telling me this business idea you have is a great idea, but you need to finish high school first mm-hmm. and then right. you need to get your degree and then you can <laughs> start your business. And right. he was going like, no, but I have this great idea now, now. Right. And I feel confident that it's a great idea. Mm. And he was like stepping into it immediately was a really, really good decision mm-hmm. for, him. for him. I think I probably veer more towards your way of operating uh-huh. as well, Kara. I tend to be pretty careful about my decision making yeah. and mm-hmm. sometimes overly so. Mm-hmm. But I think there are moments where we kind of go like, we've done all the analyzing we can do. Yeah. Right. We haven't arrived at the answer because we, we
1: can't we get can, there with
2: a hundred percent certainty. Right. Yeah. But I have as much certainty as I can possibly have. Yes. Now is the time to make a call, yep. to make a choice, to step into it. And move right. forward. And move forward. Yep. More often than not, when I do that with confidence, it does tend to work out. But mm. even if it doesn't, then I know. Yeah. I learn some new things and then I can mm-hmm. redirect. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we learn more, I think, from mm-hmm. just jumping in and trying something. Yeah than Mm -hmm. standing back on the sidelines and continuing to analyze it, right? Right. Like, it's like if you're trying to learn how to play a sport or something, like I want to learn how to play basketball. (laughs) Like, if I just stand on the sidelines Mm -hmm. and watch game after game after game after game, I can learn all sorts of stuff about how the game works and strategy. But until I've actually like gone through the motions of a jump shot and, like, how that physically feels, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to become good at shooting a basketball. Exactly. Exactly. Right? The only way to become good at shooting a basketball is by doing it and failing and then trying it again until I get better. Yeah. Right? And, And I feel like sometimes... My desire to like be patient and wait uh-huh. and like strategize and right. fi- try to find my moment yeah. means that I end up delaying too long. Yeah, right? instead of just getting in there and trying something and seeing if it works. Yeah. Right.
3: I always want to, as the really real robot, you know, attested to. <laughs> I always want to read all the books on it and figure out how to do it perfectly before I actually do it. But right, as right. you're saying, that's not how actually doing it works. Right. Like, but that's what my brain says is figure out the right way to do it first by reading all the books and doing all this research, but that's still not playing the game. Right. And, and actually doing to go with that analogy,
0: like you can be seated on the bench and you can be like a basketball tactician. like yes. You can be dialed in. Right, or, uh, you yeah. can see and predict what's going to happen, yeah. but like mechanically, the worst person out there is still going to be better than you at basketball, yep. even if they have a bad understanding Ooh. of what they're doing because they're actually doing it. It's, there's a huge <sighs> amount of experience to be gained when you're actually in it and doing it. Mm-hmm. But going to the quote specifically, just to make sure I'm driving this home because I don't want to give the impression that just jumping in and doing it is always the best thing <laughs> because yeah. he says, if you genuinely want something, don't wait for it. Go with what you want and Mm. I think that my caution with that is I've wanted a lot of things that were bad for me. Yeah. Do you really understand like how much you need to double check yourself and weigh your own thoughts mm-hmm. and your desires on what you want because there's a lot of pressure to want financial security, stability at home. Mm-hmm. All of these things that are on the surface level are really good, but you can get financial security by dedicating 80 hours a week to a job and ignoring your friends and family. Mm-hmm. You can get peace at home by being a strict like authoritarian, what I say goes, mm-hmm. no questions from anyone. Hmm. You can get that, but is that
2: really the best for you? I want ice cream for breakfast. (laughs) I can do that, but I shouldn't. Kind of comes down to like, how much can we trust ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. This guy's kind of saying, I trust myself implicitly and completely. And Mm -hmm. that's where that
0: confidence will like, trip you up
2: bad. He made mistakes in his life. Right. And and so like, I I think we do have to be really careful with the amount of trust that we have in our own desires and we mess up and we do it a lot. Right. And we need to be cognizant of that when we're making (laughs) decisions because we are very capable of making mistakes. Mm. And so it's something that we have to be aware of. Mm. I really think this is one of those things where like so much depends upon your personality and like your starting point. Yeah. Mm. Where do I need to be pushed? Right. Right right like as someone who is a very cautious careful person mm-hmm. i've had a couple times in my life where someone has given me advice on something and the advice was go for it yeah mm. and there are a few situations i can think of where i really needed to hear that yes yeah. the interesting thing is when i really trusted the people who gave me that advice, it was because I knew that they were cautious, careful, conservative people, uh, also. Mm-hmm. And so when they were saying, "This is it. This is the thing. You need to go do it now," wow. like that was something I felt like I could really trust mm-hmm. because I knew that they didn't say that about everything, right? Hmm. But about this situation, they were sure. Like this is what needs to happen. Like I remember having a conversation with my mom when I had been dating my now wife for about six months, and I was telling her, "This may be the girl," like for me, right? we may get married, but we're you know, only freshmen in college. And so we want right. to get through college first. And then, Cause that's how you do things. Like yeah, that's yeah. the responsible way to do it. <laughs> and she was like, so just explain to me again, like why you want to wait. Mm. Like, why don't you want to get married now? And all of my reasons that I gave her had to do with (laughs) societal pressure and expectations. None of it had to do with, I don't think we're ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's what she was like. Well, everything that I'm hearing sounds like other Uh, stuff uh from other people. Mm -hmm. But it sounds like, you know, that this is the person and that you're ready. Mm -hmm. So why wait? Yeah. And that struck me so much because that was not at all what I was expecting my mom's advice to be. Like I was expecting her to be very cautious and are you sure? And, And she was like, no, if this is the right person and I'm getting the sense from you that you are supremely confident in that, right. there's no reason to wait. Then cool. a, another conversation that I actually had with my dad years later, when we were talking about having kids, mm. and I was like, I don't know if we're ready to have kids. Like, Oh my God, that is so scary. And financially like, Oh, don't even get me started like that <laughs> is going to be a big burden. I don't know if we're ready for that. And my dad finally was kind of like, look, dude, like I, I know you because I'm just like you mm-hmm. when it comes to this kind of stuff what i'm hearing with all of your excuses is you want to have kids
1: <laughs> right exactly <laughs> yeah and
2: you're just trying to come up with any reason you can yeah. for why maybe you shouldn't uh, because you're scared uh, right. and it's like it is scary yeah do it anyway uh, like being scared is not a reason not to do it There might be other reasons not Mm. to do it, but being scared is not a good reason. There's never going to be a time where every circumstance is perfect. All of your finances are together. And it's because, yes, kids are a drain on your finances. Yes, kids take up some of your time. Yes, you're going to have to sacrifice your own goals and wants and desires. Like everything you said is true, but none of it's going to change later. So if you want kids, do do it it now. Don't wait for some magical time Mm. in the future when everything is perfect because it's never coming. Yeah. Right. Right? So those are just Mm. two examples where. For me, I needed to hear right. yep. "go for it."
4: That's good. Uh, but
2: I'm the kind of person that I think needs to hear "go for it" yeah. more than I need to hear "wait" because I'm already waiting. Like, uh, I, uh, yeah. I got that covered. It's my right? default. So I don't. I don't need to hear that more. Yeah. Whereas, kind of what I'm hearing from you, Isaac, is no, man. I'm kind of a go for it person. Yeah. And so I need those wise people in my life yeah. who are kind of checks and balances on me to say, mm-hmm. like, hey. Check your natural inclination here. Sometimes it's good to trust it. Your natural inclination is is there for a reason. And sometimes it serves you really well. Yeah. But you also need people in your life who are the opposite of you to be a check to that and kind of say, hey, have you thought about this? Because Mm -hmm. my answer is always no. Right.
3: (laughs) My answer is always like minimally
2: no. Stopped and thought. And Anson hasn't thought about what if you just did it now? Yeah. And so we need those checks
3: yeah, we in do. our life
2: yeah. to kind of like push us out of our comfort zone a little bit and right. consider an angle we might not normally consider. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That brings us to the end of our episode for today. Now it's time for fill in the blank. Instead of drawing a blank, we're going to fill one in. And I feel like for this one, I've got to do something a little bit different than normal. I feel like I've got to give Isaac one fill in the blank oh. and I've got to give Kara and I a little Ooh, bit different of a nice. fill in the blank Yes, I like it. I because like it. of our differences in our personalities when it comes to our patients. Yep. So let's start with Isaac. Yes. For you, one area of my life where I want to develop more patience oh. Oh. is oh blank. <laughs> and Kara, you probably already know what's coming for us, so you can start thinking about the opposite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: I think just in my relationships with people and like
0: with progress in general, I want things for myself that couldn't come fast enough. And sometimes the very waiting is character building and good. Mm. And I want things for other people that I love in my life mm. that I sometimes get short tempered and I get frustrated with them over because they're not getting why are it you taking that. so long. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I'm <laughs> definitely Brie jokes that I'm a tiger mom. Someone sold a house on our street. Uh-huh. That was not Brie. Bree's a realtor. Oh,
3: no.
0: My way of encouraging her, this is the stupidest thing I've ever said. (laughs) Bree goes, oh, I should have sold that house. And I said, well, to be fair, like you haven't done any business or worked on the street at all. That was a bad thing to say. (laughs) 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 How I meant it was, you could have done that if you wanted to. You could have done that. I believe in you. You could have crushed that. Uh If you had gone up the street and talked to everyone, you would have sold that house. But how it came across (laughs) to someone who is more patient and cautious was, Mm. you didn't do enough. Yeah. You could have been working harder. I've noticed that. That, and i've made a note oh you could do more yeah and when she explained that to me i was like crushed i was like i'm so sorry It's not. i meant that as you are capable of anything why are you waiting Aww. that can
2: be really harsh to people and mm. I need mean, to dial that back all right kara so for me and you what is an area of life that you believe you could do a better job of committing to with confidence
3: Ooh.
2: i'll go first okay I am notoriously bad at spending money.
1: Mm.
2: I have a really hard time spending money on anything. Mm. (laughs) I am cautious and conservative to a definite fault when it comes to that. And I think one area that I could do a little better job at is being willing to confidently and joyfully (laughs) spend money on things that matter. Mm. Uh, So a really good example of this that I finally got to after years, <laughs> is my wife and I are going on a big European vacation this summer. Oh, that's so awesome. So cool. And it costs a lot. a lot of money to the point where it makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> sure.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but we've been talking about the idea of going to Europe together yeah. for a decade. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, now that's... finally, like 15 years into our marriage, we're gonna go do it. Yeah. And I have a feeling it's gonna be incredible. Yeah. yeah. And we're gonna walk away from that going like, man, that was such a cool experience to have together. Yeah. Mm-hmm this is part of why we married each other Right. Yeah. is to be able to have experiences like this mm, with certain. each other. That's cool. And so spending this ungodly amount of money in my <laughs> eyes, I think is going to be totally worth it. Yeah. Mm. But it has taken me a long time to get to the point where I'm okay with doing that. Mm. Yeah. And I think I could do a better job of not necessarily like more European vacations or whatever, but like <laughs> being willing and excited and joyful mm-hmm. to spend money on things that are really going to matter and mm. last. Yeah. Whether that's, experiences with my spouse or gifts for my spouse or my kids that they're really yeah. going to appreciate mm-hmm. and enjoy mm-hmm. I have a hard time doing that confidently and joyfully yeah wow. and I'd love to be able to to grow in that that's good
3: this <laughs> this is gonna sound really funny I do this sometimes but but lately I've been discovering how bad I am at it actually vulnerability actually sharing my actual thoughts and feelings. I would listen to a podcast recently where they were talking about conversation above and below the line. There's this line and in a lot of life and relationships, we stay above the line with small talk and business, Mm -hmm. like the business of life. And then one step below that line is thoughts and feelings. And then one step lower is the hard stuff where you have to actually be like, Hey, something's wrong. The stuff that I hate, Right. but below the line is where you build intimacy. And Mm -hmm. I have learned, That it's easier to stay above the line, but I don't want to stay above the line. But that's my default. And so if I'm living in default mode, a lot of the time I'm staying above the line because I'm staying safe. Yeah. And what I really want is the deeper connection. And I have these times where I feel this pull to like just like ask the question like open up and reveal something Mm -hmm. like just offer this and I'm like just like everything in me is like no 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 just like stay safe and I don't want to do that like I want to live below the line but it's hard and scary so yeah that may be a weird answer to this question but it's kind of very much like just just do it just go for it
2: you must speak up in order to form a more perfect union (laughs) yes
3: basically that yes
1: beautiful. Uh, All right, (laughs) let's get off to bowling class. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Really Real Podcast. If you love the show, let us know by leaving us a review. If you're offended by my attempt to speak Italian, per favore T N A, gentilmente e tui pensiere per te. Listen to the Real FM radio and more Real FM podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. Tune in next time to hear Anson, Kara. And Isaac say, my mom says I'm allergic to rain. If <laughs> <laughs> so
0: drops gets on my skin, I have to go inside. <laughs>